You're listening to the Greek's Gridiron, live with Ethan Haristadoulou. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to more of the Greek's Gridiron. I'm Ethan Haristadoulou, and today, as we do every Tuesday, we're breaking down all 32 teams from worst to first in our NFL power rankings. So make sure you hit that like button, that subscribe button, and comment down below. What do I have right? What do I have wrong? Let me hear your guys' thoughts on that. And most importantly, down below, you'll see question of the day. We're going to start doing these now for the power rankings videos and maybe even some other ones as well. But for today's question, we're now 12 weeks into the season. I would like to hear from you guys. Who do you think are playoff contenders? And who do you think are the biggest playoff pretenders? Give me a team or two in mind. One that you think might be under the radar that could sneak into the playoffs and a team that right now might be sitting with only three losses or so that you think is probably not going to be playing over in January. I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts. But without further ado, starting with the first four teams at the bottom of the list here. At 32, we are looking at the Houston Texans. We have the Jaguars at 31, the Broncos at number 30, and then your Las Vegas Raiders at number 29. So Texans have been sitting at the bottom of this list for quite some time now, and I don't really think they're going to be going anywhere anytime soon. Jacksonville Jaguars at 31. They fall another spot. I know they didn't play this week, but just from based off of what's kind of going on around them, they do slip a spot here. They were 30 last week. Denver Broncos taking a drop as well down to the number 30 spot. And then the Raiders moving up here after beating that Broncos in a tight game that went into OT. Devontae Adams making a big catch there in overtime to to seal the victory. Uh, I've got to say, all four of these teams right now, I feel pretty confident in them being where they are at the bottom of the list right now with just incompetence on offense. And I don't even want to say incompetence on offense. That's I feel like that's a mean way to say that. There's just a lot of issues going on for a lot of these teams offensively. The Raiders are just a mess all over. At least Denver has a solid defense, but they can't seem to beat the Raiders. And then you obviously have the Jaguars and Texans at the bottom still trying to build and figure out what they're going to be moving forward. Then looking at the next group of four here, we have the Panthers at number 28. We have the Colts at number 27, the Bears at 26, and then the Rams at 25. So the Panthers slip a spot here with their loss this week. Then the Colts themselves keeping the game tight, but ultimately... You know, it was a nice little story last week with the win over the Raiders, but, you know, with everything going on in Las Vegas, in hindsight, is that win over the Raiders as surprising? Maybe not. Then you have the Bears, who ultimately took a tight loss to the Falcons there. Those three teams all slipping down one spot, and then the Rams tumbling four spots here with another loss this week, and... Is Matthew Stafford going to be okay? I don't know. He came out of concussion protocol, and now he's back potentially going into concussion protocol. Hopefully, he's doing all right over there, and everyone, you know, puts his interests in the right order because I, at this point, it's a lost season for the Rams. I don't really see a way for you to slip. Like, you'd have to go on a serious run that I just don't think the Rams are able to do right now. It doesn't sound like Odell Beckham's going back to L.A. anymore, at least on the Rams side of things. So, tough look for the Rams right now defending Super Bowl champs. We'll see how the rest of the season goes for them, but I do not really have high hopes for them. The next group of four, we're looking at the Saints at 24, the Steelers at 23, Packers at 22, and then the Cardinals at 21. So the Saints jumping up four spots here. They got themselves a nice win over the Rams. And, you know, this is a team that's very much like they're, they just don't really have like a they just have such a health issue. They can't seem to stay consistently healthy and have a consistent team on the field. And some weeks they look better than others. And it's just one of those things where it's like, what are this? What is this New Orleans Saints team right now? I don't really know. I don't know what to make of them because they win some games here and there. They lose some games here and there. And then they lose some games I expect them to win and they win games I don't really expect them to win. They are such a... 
a question mark for me, and I don't really know where they stand right now, but I feel somewhat confident in 24. Steelers at 23, you kept a tight game with the Bengals. Hats off to them. Kenny Pickett looked really good in this game. I will say that for for the lost season that kind of is for the Steelers and what was always going to be kind of a, a like a, a prog like a work in progress type of season. You know, it, it, Kenny Pickett looks really good, so I'm excited to see how he progresses going forward for the Steelers. George Pickens also looking awesome as well. Two really good draft picks this year for them and in the right positions as well. Packers at number 22, tumbling down a little bit here. And I've got to say, man, I shot the Packers up last week after their big win over the Cowboys. And just talking about like a weird NFL where like, you know, the Packers can come out and beat the Cowboys, but then they can't come out and beat the Titans. And then the Cowboys can't beat the Packers, but they can come out and completely slaughter the Vikings. The NFL this season has been all over the place and I'm here for it. It's been an amazing time to just kind of watch these things all play out. And some of the unexpected results we get every single week is a blast. But I mean, the Packers, man, it is what it is at this point. Their playoff hopes are really slipping away and another loss or two, and I just don't think they make it into the playoffs at all this year. Cardinals at number 21. They slip a few spots there with an absolute beatdown from the 49ers last night. They kept it close in the first half there, but then ultimately <clears throat> letting the 49ers kind of run with the game in the second half there. Not much you can really do, especially with Kyler Murray being out. It is what it is. The Cardinals definitely in a really tough position. After a tough offseason, this is not quite the year you wanted to have, and I don't really see much going their way moving forward <clears throat> the browns sitting at number 20 we then have the lions at number 19 the falcons at number 18 and then the jets at number 17 so the browns they moved up a couple of spots mainly because of just teams dropping past them down below so this is not really they did have a tight game or tighter game i guess you could say with the bills the score makes it look a little bit closer than i think it was but uh Ultimately, you kept it somewhat close to the to the Bills compared to the losses that the Cardinals and Packers had. So they, so they kind of slipped themselves up despite losing the game. Lions here, big risers, moving up five spots and a nice win for them. This team's getting hot. Three straight wins right now. And I, I mean, what do you make of this Lions team? Because a few weeks ago, I had them closer to the bottom than I did the top. And now they're just about halfway up the rankings here. We'll see. They're going to be getting Jamison Williams back, and I think that's going to be quite the shot in the arm for an offense that's already pretty potent. If they can just figure out defense, this could be a really scary team the back half of this season here. So keep an eye on the Lions. They could completely bottom out and just look like crap, but there is a possibility if this offense really gets going and becomes a problem, and it already has been, if they continue to get better, in that, in that Lions D, man, they just got to figure something out. This is a fun team to watch. They're close in a lot of losses. It, this is a team that could easily be 6-4 and four instead of 4-6 and six right now. Falcons, they move up a spot for their victory over the Bears. And the Jets dropping seven spots here. At this point... I don't know what to make of this Jets team either. They feel they are, they're a playoff team right now. They're literally in the playoffs if the season ended today. But the offense is in a problem right now. Losing Brees Hall was clearly a bigger loss than I think a lot of people were realizing. And I thought maybe James Robinson could mitigate that loss because James Robinson is a talented runner. But my goodness, Brees Hall was like the life of this Jets offense. And while that defense is super good, like, you know, from the secondary to the front seven, everything about this defense screams playoff contender. I don't know about this offense, man. I don't know about Zach Wilson. Robert Sala doesn't sound like he knows about Zach Wilson anymore. We'll see. Uh, Zach Wilson not taking accountability for letting down the defense was quite a bit of a shocker as well. We'll see how that all shakes down. But my goodness, are the Jets in quite a spot right now? And it's not looking too hot. 
Next four teams, we have ourselves the Chargers at number 16, the Bucks at 15, the Patriots at 14, and the Commanders flying up the board week after week after week. This was a team I had in the bottom four at one point. Chargers move up a spot here despite their loss to the Chiefs. They they had the game won towards the end there. They just lost within the last couple of minutes. So hats off to them for at least keeping the game close and a lot closer than I expected this game to be. Considering the health issues and everything, they lost Mike Williams during the game. I, I will say I've got to give credit to this team if only they were just actually healthy. I feel like health is really keeping this team back because it's a really talented roster, but they're just missing a bunch of key pieces on defense right now, and they can't seem to keep a healthy wide receiver core on the field at all times for at least like four quarters, it feels like. The Buccaneers at number 15, they didn't play this week, so they sit where they sit. The Patriots have been sitting at number 14 now for the last, like, I think three or four weeks because I don't really know what to make of this team. Their offense is abysmal, their defense is phenomenal, but yet they keep winning games. So I I have them here, and I feel good about them being here, and I'll just leave them here for now. But the Patriots are one of those teams where I keep scratching my head because I'm picking them to win games too, and they win games in, like, the ugliest fashion, and, like, a la the punt return touchdown this week against the Jets. But... Whatever the Patriots are, they are a playoff team at this moment, so we'll leave them at that. Commanders set at number 13 with another victory for them moving up three spots here. This is going to be a team that could really start to make a push as long as the offense continues to just buy in and Taylor Heineke. I mean, they're doing things right offensively, and the defense is going to get Chase Young back soon. And if Chase Young comes in and he's explosive and he does his thing and he looks like the guy he was last year, very disruptive and a problem for the offense to deal or offenses to deal with on the O-line, this is a commander's team that might start to shock some people. And it, unsurprisingly, I mean, at one point, when you look back to just a couple of years ago when the Buccaneers made their run to the playoffs, Chase Young was was a dominant force then, and that front seven was a very dominant force that nearly shut down the Buccaneers' run to that Super Bowl win. So just keep an eye on this, this commander's team because that defense, if it can really find itself, is going to be a problem for some offensive lines to handle. And we've seen a lot of really rough offensive line play this season, so definitely a team to keep an eye on. Next four teams, we're looking at the 49ers at 12, the Giants at four, the Bengals at 10, or at four, excuse me, I'm reading the wrong numbers here, the Giants at 11, the Bengals at 10, and then the Seahawks at number nine. So feeling pretty good about the 49ers right now. They're really starting to hit their stride offensively. They took complete advantage in the second half of that Cardinals defense. It felt like there was just like, you know, it was, a, again, closer game in the first half, but there was not really much going on offensively for me to really be worried about the Cardinals. And then once the second half, just kind of like the floodgates just kind of opened. Jimmy Garoppolo is doing a solid job right now, just keeping things afloat. He's not making mistakes. And this is what's good for this 49ers team because they play off of a really dominant defense and a fantastic offense that's just schemed out and designed so well for them that as long as he's playing good football and not making mistakes... I guess this is a playoff team and we have to look out for them. I I see some people have them pretty high on this list. I don't know about that because I really think a good defense could give this offense fits and make, make Jimmy Garoppolo's day awful. But for now, 49ers feel pretty solid and definitely a team that I could see sneaking in as like the number seven seed for the NFC. The Giants are sitting at number 11. They take a tumble down here, losing to the Lions. You know, I've got to say, man, this... I kind of saw this happening too, and I still picked the Giants to win the game because I felt like taking the safe pick on that one. And and I thought, you know, maybe the Giants will surprise me. This is their, you know, they're going up against a really high-powered offense. And I know it's the Lions, but like the Lions have given just about every team they've played some issues here and there, and they've won some surprising games. So 
I went ahead with the Giants anyways, and I and I regretted it as soon as the game got rolling because I just saw the Lions start to run away early, and hopefully this is not a sign of like a team starting to fall apart in the second half, but I'm slightly worried about this Giants team right now. The offense has not been super impressive all year long. They keep losing wide receivers to injuries, and I, I don't know. As long as they can stay effective with the run, We'll see. The defense is going to have to really tighten things up, though, and not let teams drop 30 points on them because I don't know if the Giants can keep pace in those scenarios. Then the Bengals at number 10, they get themselves a solid win over a division rival. Game that was probably a little bit closer than they wanted it to be, but ultimately they take back the loss that they had from earlier this year and they split the series with the Steelers. I, honestly, the Bengals should have another win. They should not have lost that first game against the Steelers, but they are where they are. Sitting at number 10, I feel pretty good about them. They're starting to look like they really hit their stride. Uh, I would definitely like the O-line to, to you know protect Joe Burrow just a little bit more. I do think that the line is finding synergy now as opposed to where they were at the early part of the season. I felt like they were a lot more leaky and they're starting to get better, but I'd like to see that progression kind of speed up a little bit and get them ready for the playoffs. And then the Seahawks obviously didn't play this week. They sit at number nine where they are. I'll leave them here for now. But I mean, I feel good about the Seahawks still. Defense is young, feisty, offense explosive. I don't expect them to fall too far down this list despite losing last week to the Bucks. Looking at the next four teams, we have the Vikings at eight, Titans at seven, Ravens at six, and the Bills at five. So the Vikings. Talk about a fall from grace. I had them labeled as the number one team, and boy, was I wrong. Uh, and I don't know if I should say, boy, was I wrong. But, you know, this is a second loss now where they basically just got, like, the brakes beaten out of them. So there's definitely something there about the really, really good teams in the NFL giving them issues because they got, you know, blown out by the Eagles now and then completely slaughtered by the Cowboys. Maybe it's just the NFC East. I don't know. But seven spots falling here from number one to number eight. Uh, we'll have to keep an eye on this team and see what happens going forward. I... I really don't know what to make of this team right now because they've looked so good and they've won some really important games. And But then you just have these two really bad losses. And I don't know what to make of them now. After the second one here, the offensive line was just falling apart against the Cowboys front seven. We'll see where the Vikings go from here. But definitely some questions about them now after getting blown out a second time and even worse than the first time. Titans at number seven, the best and most well-coached team, I would say, in the NFL right now. They are greater than the sum of their parts. And, you know, it's funny. I say that about them. I, I feel like almost every single week, and then I pick against them, and then I'm wrong. So I should probably start picking the Titans to win games going forward, but they do move up four spots here. They are in the top 10 now at number seven, and I like their odds to make the playoffs at this point. I mean, they're kind of running away with the AFC South. I don't see the Colts, Texans, or Jaguars catching them. So they're getting at least the number four seed and possibly even like a three or a two with the way that they're playing, despite the fact that like they are de they've been dealing with injuries all over the place all season long. Ravens at number six, tighter game than you would have liked to see against the Panthers there, 13 to three, ultimately a strong fourth quarter and some turnovers helped win them the game, but definitely a little bit shaky, did not like the way that game looked for them. I'll keep them at number six for now because I still look very highly at the uh, Ravens here, but a little bit worried about them just because of the game. I, I would have liked to see them win that game in a more dominant fashion, considering the Panthers really are not playing for too much right now. The Bills at number five, this one here, well, you you know you win your game against the Browns having to fly out all the way to Detroit and what have you the whole snowstorm and everything yada 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 we heard about it all week long um would I have liked to see them kind of come out and really dominate the Browns yes I'll take the victory that they had um you know good bounce back game as well after last week's loss I like them at number five have we seen some cracks and some 
you know, some dings here and there in the armor of the Buffalo Bills, yes, but they're still a top five team. They still have Josh Allen. He's still dealing with that elbow thing, it sounds like. We'll see how much that affects him going forward, but I feel strongly about the Bills. I do think they're still one of the best teams in the league, and they could arguably be higher than this number five, but just right now, from what I've seen from them, I, I don't know if I could scoot them up a little bit higher just, just yet. Then for the top four, a lot of reorganizing going on here in like the top 10. We have the Eagles at number four, the Cowboys at number three, the Dolphins at number two, and then the Chiefs at number one. So the Eagles sitting at number four for another week here, they get a very, very tight victory over the Colts. Uh, I almost dropped them down and slipped the Bills up over them because of just how close that win was over the Indianapolis Colts. But there's definitely something going on with the Eagles and I don't know if it's just because of, you know, they started out so hot that maybe they're like gassing out. I don't know if that's possible, but I'm a little bit worried about this team right now. I would expect, I had expected the Eagles to come in and somewhat slaughter the Colts because again, like I mentioned earlier when I was talking about that, you know, their win over the Raiders, while it was an impressive thing for them last week, I felt like that was going to be a short lived story. And I felt like the Eagles were going to come in and kind of just like stomp it and put the fire out, especially Nick Sirianni being the former offensive coordinator over there. I really thought that this was a game where like the Eagles are going to come out and give them some problems, but they did not. It was a close one and one that was a lot closer than it needed to be. And, you know, the, the Eagles were fairly close to coming away with an L instead of a W. So we'll keep an eye on the Eagles right now. Slightly worried about them because, just, again, lost last week against maybe a commander's team that's just better than we all realized. And then you narrowly escape with a victory over the Colts. Cowboys at number three. After their defensive performance this week and, you know, offensively as well, I don't know if this is too high for them or not. I will say I was not super sold on them at being being at number three, but you know, defensively when they're going, they are so good and arguably and, and probably at that the best defense in the league when it comes to just getting after the quarterback, creating turnovers and havoc for the offense. Like this Cowboys team on defense is phenomenal. It's so good. If the offense can just keep pace, this is a legit Super Bowl contender. All they have to do is just stay clean on offense and not create mistakes because that's really what's shot the Cowboys in the foot in some of their losses. This is a really good Cowboys team. And, you know, I, every every single year, it, it, we always hear something like that. But this year does feel a little bit different. And I feel like I, myself personally have not said that very often in my life. And I've been watching football for a long time now. So this is this is a good Cowboys team. They completely slaughter an NFC contender. And at this point, I think they can take it to just about any offense in the NFL in terms of just their defensive play. They keep playing clean football on the other side. This Cowboys team is going to be an issue, especially going into December. Marcus Pollard, man, he's so good. And I hate that because Zeke is being paid so much, they can't give him the running back one spot. That's got to be what that's all about. That's the only logical reasoning. I think Marcus Pollard is so good. They're a good one-two punch together. But I feel like Pollard is the better running back of the two. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But I feel like I'm constantly seeing Pollard carry the load. And I'm constantly seeing highlights of Pollard carrying the load. That's all I've got to say about that, though. Dolphins at number two. Listen, they didn't play this week. But aside from that, this is a team that they're undefeated with Tua starting and finishing games this year. The offense is just awesome. The defense is really good. And there's not a lot of teams in the NFL that I think can really keep pace with them if things get going. And that's the big thing if, but right now 
the Dolphins feel like the legit team to beat that is not named the Chiefs in the AFC because the Dolphins beat the Bills. I mean, the Dolphins have beaten a lot of teams when Tua was in the game from start to finish. Look out because Miami might seriously be making a run here. And I would not be surprised to be seeing the Dolphins making a run at a spot at the, in the like 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 making a run to the AFC Championship at the very least. Maybe for a Super Bowl, we'll see. Maybe it's a little too soon to call for that. But this is a Dolphins team that if I saw them in the AFC Championship come January, would not be too surprised. And then the Chiefs sitting at number one, they claim their rightful throne. For a while now, I've kind of felt like maybe the Chiefs do belong at this spot because Patrick Mahomes is doing his thing. The offense, him and Travis Kelsey, it's unbelievable what Travis Kelsey is doing at his age. He is, he is, I would say, the best receiving tight end of all time. And maybe that's a little bit overstated. But, and you know, me being younger, maybe it's a recency bias thing. But while I look at Rob Gronkowski and I just think he is the, he's the best tight end overall, when it comes to just purely receiving the elusiveness of Travis Kelsey, the ability to read defenses and find the open spaces inside zone or just beat his guys in man-to-man is like ludicrous for a tight end his size. It just doesn't make sense. But the Chiefs are just so good, man. They can get it done. Their defense is solid. I feel like this is the team to beat in the AFC right now. I would love, 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 love to see a Chiefs-Dolphins game. That is a game I am trying to see right now. We've seen Chiefs-Bills a handful of times now at this point, and we kind of know what to, what we're going to get from it. I want to see Chiefs-Dolphins the way they're set up right now. This would be an exciting game between teams one and two. Would love to see it. But those are my power rankings for this week. I'd love to hear what you guys think in the comment section down below. I appreciate you for sticking all the way through. And again, question of the day, if you made it to the end, who is a playoff contender? Who is a playoff pretender? Let me hear some names from you guys. I would like to hear what you all think on that one as well. That's it for me. I'll see you guys next time. Have a good one.